Hey guys, Shondi Campbell here from Browning at the Browning Takeover at SHOT Show 2019 for the break. We have Matt and Foster Bartholo here today with us. How are you guys doing? Hello. Doing all right. <laughs> Why don't we start off by uh, talking about what you guys do. You uh, have an array of things. First off, trap, correct? Yes, we are in the shooting industry. Uh, obviously, do a lot with shotgun sports and youth promotion. Okay. So I've seen pictures of massive amounts of trophies at the Grand. Matt, how many did you win this year? Oh, geez. Do you remember the number? It was, I actually wrote some notes down here just so we would have it. 28 total trophies combined. Yeah. Combined, oh my gosh. I don't and, uh, remember how many were mine, but I know I beat him by a couple. <laughs> <laughs> like usual. <laughs> he kept up, though. <laughs> so how did the season turn out for both of you? Turned out really well. Okay. Um, it was kind of a lighter season. Uh, me and my wife had a baby, so... Congratulations. Thank you. Well, we didn't uh, end up going as many places as usual, just so I could kind of stick around and be dad for a while, but so we're going to hit... Uh, hit this summer a little harder awesome <laughs> yeah. awesome what about you it was good got married in october so Congrats. things were awesome there but yeah it was just a little bit less shooting more focused on other stuff but uh through all that we really did good uh overall with the ata uh, grand american um matt ended up with uh 2551 out of 2600 targets and i was at 2539 out of 2600 total targets yeah. 2600 targets yeah that's, that's over almost two weeks so oh my gosh it's yeah. a lot we of do, shooting we do it. okay <laughs> i can't even go 25 for 25 people so that uh ended up get, getting us second and third yeah so basically at the grand american you have about like i said two weeks you have a preliminary week and then the finals week um and you have singles handicap and doubles that you're shooting so it's uh, not just one discipline in the 2600 total targets. It's all three disciplines uh, kind of dispersed equally in that 2600 total. Wow. That's pretty incredible. Well, thank you. So let's talk guns. Yeah. Uh, you guys represent Browning on the trap line for us. Yep. Uh, Matt, what are you shooting? I am shooting the XT still. For I have three different XTs that I shoot, one for each of the disciplines. Um, for singles, I shoot the top single, a little bit lower of a rib for me, so I don't get lost out there. Uh, handicap, I shoot the unsingle, which I can adjust it a little bit easier if I need to, and then doubles, obviously shoot a double barrel. Awesome. Yeah. What are you shooting there? So I'm about the same as Matt. Um, we're completely different shooting styles, um, and we can go into that a little bit later on, but I'm shooting the top single for singles, uh, the unsingle XT for handicap. This is Satori, correct? This yep. is Satori, yep. Okay. Yep, XTs. Um, and I'm actually using the Satori Plus for doubles at this time. However, Browning just came out with the new 725 Satori Trap Max this yeah. year. And that is going to be a phenomenal gun. I'm super excited to shoot it. It has a higher rib, adjustable, and that's exactly what I've been looking for. Yeah. So uh, I'm super excited to shoot that. Awesome. Matt, are you going to try it out? I'm definitely going to try it out. It, uh, it feels like it fits a little better mm -hmm. than, you know, the 725 was awesome, but the XT, I just had no real reason to switch away from it since I was you know, always kind of shooting so well. So this this year, when I'm going to try and mix it up When you're at the game, why do you change? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> why break something that's already fantastic yeah. for you? <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Foster, you have kind of a side thing going on with uh, turkey guiding. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Yeah, so uh, we 
well, I guess I uh, guide over at Turkey Track Club in the springtime. Uh, this year, we have six camps total, um, and all of them are booked, so we're super excited for that. It's going to be a great year. Um, every single year that I've been a part of it, uh, you know, it continues to grow, um, but our success rates are very high. Okay. Matt, do you hunt at all? You um, I do some hunting. I, I love dove hunting. Um, go nuts for that. Every, every year it comes <laughs> around, and <laughs> that's the one I like to hit hard. Um, goose and duck hunting, I like that one too. Pheasant hunting, really awesome. like that. Uh, I'm not so good with rifles, but I still go deer and antelope hunting. Awesome. Do, do my best. <laughs> now, Sean, you're, you're pretty good with uh, pheasant hunting, right? I have been, yes. And some turkeys? Uh-huh. <laughs> turkeys. Three. I've got three total. <laughs> so, that's pretty awesome. And I can call them in with my mouth, basically. Yeah. I mean, no, not really. That's so, like... <laughs> <laughs> do you got a gobble? <laughs> it's co they're coming we'll work they're coming down the aisle they're running at us right now because of that call i know it i know it <laughs> so anyway guys let's uh i got a couple questions for you so um matt we'll start with you all right oh uh, do you what do you do for the youth camps um we we go along um we go around to a bunch of different places you know Especially while we're on our circuit, try and hit a bunch of different um, local trap clubs and have you know, coaches, whether it's the AIM program, Scholastic program, you know, or just 4-H, whatever club they're part of. Um, coaches usually get a hold of us and we come out there and put on a little bit of a presentation for them and then we'll kind of take a bunch of kids out, um, kind of watch them how they're shooting, give them some one-on-one -on -one tips, a little bit kind of more in-depth that way. That way, you know, cause if we don't, if we just go out and, you know, say, oh, you need to shoot this way and do this and that, and not actually watch what they could be working on, you know, individually, then it doesn't really help them. So we like to get out there and kind of really work with each kid individually when we can. And these are clinics, correct? Yep. Okay. And it's through uh, Grandpa's Gun Club, I want to say. Is that correct? That's one of the bigger ones. That we okay. Do. That one has how many? A couple hundred kids? Typically, yeah. It varies every year. Every year it's been growing, and, yeah. which is awesome. Um, but I think we started with, what, about 40 kids there the first year? 40 or 50. Yeah. And every year it's grown. It's just, it's a good program. Uh, we call it Your Recipe. Everyone's different, um, you know, and, and that's what we really promote is that uh, if you look at the way I shoot versus the way Matt shoots, completely different. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure every kid knows that, is that there's not one set standard way that you have to shoot. Uh, you have to figure out your recipe, and that's going from even before you shoot, uh, you know, the mental side of things too. And, and it grows with you in life too. Mm -hmm. Every single day you wake up, you have to have that right mental attitude that you're going to kick butt. Awesome. So what got you started on the youth camps? Are you... Um, we just kind of wanted to give back. Um, you know, we, we love the trap shooting community so much. Everyone in the community is so awesome. Everyone's humble. You know, there, there's typically no accidents or injuries like you'd see in other sports. So we, you know, we wanted to you know, do what we can to make sure everyone's able to shoot their best all the time and have as much fun as they possibly can with it. That's cool. So when did that start? About ten, five, six years ago? We've been doing ago? that for six years. Six to seven years, yeah. Okay. Where awesome. it's really been you know, where we have a set dedicated plan on uh, how to go forward with different uh, teaching instruction. Is there a place people can go to find out more about the youth camps? Um, you know, right now what we're kind of doing is uh, we'll have quite a few different uh, groups call us and say, hey, we want to camp here or we want you to come here. Um, and that's kind of what we're basing it right now. Uh, 
unfortunately, I, I guess it's a good thing that, you know, the program is growing so much, um, but it's a little bit tougher now to get to every single uh, different youth team. So what we're trying to do is kind of combine them and say, hey, you know, South Dakota, uh, if you want your kids to come, we're going to be doing a youth clinic in Pierre. Uh, more than welcome, bring as many kids as you can, and it's going to be a great time where the coaches are learning, the parents are learning, and ultimately the kids are uh, learning and getting great value out of this. That's awesome. That's great, guys. What a, we'll jump into some fun, fun talk here. So, uh, Matt. Yeah. What's your top three... 80s hair bands. Top three 80s hair bands? 80s hair bands. Number one, Motley Crue. Oh, oh. <laughs> number two, Poison. No, number two, Cinderella. Okay. Number three, Poison. Wow. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a good one. Foster? Oh, yeah. I heard you guys talking about this the last podcast, <laughs> so. You know what? Um, Should have known it was coming. Yeah, I mean, they're all good. They have their own. Oh, no, no. They're, they're, not, victory. All they're <laughs> not all good. Oh, they are. <laughs> There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of filler in there. There's there, a few good ones. <laughs> there's a few good ones. Yeah, Cinderella, Poison, uh, Rat. That's a good oh, one. That's a good okay. one. Um, you know, I mean, it's kind of one of those things. Like a lot of those hair bands have a couple of good songs, but you know, okay. I, I, I'm not a hater. <laughs> what about you? I'm on the same train there with uh, Poison, Motley Crue. I like ACDC. Okay, they're not really a hair band. Yeah, I, I mean, know. Let's go with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Warren? Let's call it spade a spade here. Warren's good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now let's go a different one. How about what's your favorite? Uh, do you listen to country? Yes. Uh, what's your favorite country? I guess. Ooh, Reba. Okay. Always has been. My first concert was Reba McIntyre. Still a big fan. She comes to Utah. I'm there no matter what. No matter how much it costs. <laughs> Saw her in Vegas two years ago. <laughs> Did you want me to keep going on? Because I can. Okay. <laughs> you and Taylor, my wife, are gonna be best friends. Oh good, she likes Reba too. She loves country. And okay. She dragged me to a country concert. I'm, I'm more rock, okay. so I mean, you know, like Avenged Sevenfold. Oh yeah, Five Finger Death Punch. Like stuff. Death punch. <laughs> I, I think I knew that from the last time we talked. But uh, Well guys, I think we're so, good here. Unless you got some, you got some questions. I want to talk turkey. turkey. <laughs> oh, oh shoot. Turkeys. You got to get out turkey hunting. Turkeys. I do need to come turkey hunting. Um, scheduled it last week if you heard the podcast uh, going out with the break with Tom Rainey and yeah. um, now you guys are going for Easterns right we are gonna go for Easterns I'm still missing my Aussie okay but uh, I was able to get um, I married him in my Rio in Nebraska and then I shot an Eastern last year but I heard you heard the podcast last week when I told you that they just run at me I, it's yeah. the gobble <laughs> that's it that's the gobble <laughs> it's a great guide <laughs> Hey, you need any lessons, Foster? Just yeah, I, I do. So I missed a turkey at, uh, I feel bad for saying this one, but I missed it at four yards last four. year. Yeah. You with a bow? No, that was okay. with a shotgun. Oh. Um, yeah, and you know, I, I usually <laughs> shoot right-handed. Felt very confident with going left-handed, and it just didn't happen. No. Kind of shot right over the top <laughs> of them. What, what happened with your deer season this year? Man, <laughs> you had to bring that up. I know. So archery was just very tough. It was really warm for us out there, and uh, I think I was on about day 3,261 this season, and just it, it was tough. Um, really no good opportunities for the hitless bucks that I was going after. And then the last day I was in the tree stand, um, saw the buck out in the field. I'm like, perfect. I'm going to you know, get down out of here, go and put a good, great stock on this thing I have the whole entire day 
and I uh, hooked on the bow hoist string that you let the bow down with and a darn squirrel or something must have chewed that thing up because I just put it over and snap and I watched the uh, Halon 32 fall to the ground. Ouch. It kind of broke my heart a little bit. Now, so. your wife did a lot better than you though, correct? She shot hers on the very first day she went out. <laughs> a beautiful uh, white tail buck. And, yeah. well, you used up all your luck at the ground, it sounds like. So. I think so, yeah. I'll, I'll do that again this year if I can. Uh, well, it's been great talking with you guys. I appreciate you being here and uh, supporting Browning, um, Browning Trail Cameras today. And we'll see you out on the range. Sounds, sounds great. great. Thank you. This is Derek Dernberger, and you're listening to The Break Podcast. <laughs>